Hey everyone, welcome to the Charlie KB Show. You're listening to me, Charlie Kings, and today I'm talking to you about attachment to money and how it produces this kind of anxiety which prevents us from receiving money in the first place, right? So most of us think we're kind of detached from money because, well, let's face it, it's not cool to um, want money or to be so open about it. It's one of my pet, like, hates actually is that... Um, it's just not seen as a, especially if you're from somewhere like the UK, which still has like this class system, it's just seen as a really um, trashy thing to do is to is to care about money or to, you know, publicly announce that you care about money. And I think it's changing now, right? There are so many coaches out there and, and so many um, positive, inspiring models who of, of people who do go out there and talk about money and do want to financially empower women and that kind of thing and, and this is the thing for me if we can't take ownership of our desire how do we ever expect to create or manifest that thing that we want right it's ridiculous like it's kind of like saying um to a fiance I don't want to ever get married right? it's like if you're a business owner you can't put out into the world that you are not okay with money because otherwise you're going to not receive the money and so it's not like you have to splash it all over your social media at the time, but you very definitely have to be okay having conversations about it and talking about it and that kind of thing. So um, that's one thing. But the other thing that I wanted to talk about, um, other than the fact that actually you need to be okay with being able to proudly declare that actually you you want a particular level of income or you have a particular money goal or you're aiming towards a particular lifestyle, other than those things... Um, which is the state that most of us find ourselves in, right? We, we find it uncomfortable to have these money conversations. We find it uncomfortable to put it out there publicly. We find it uncomfortable to talk about what we're going to earn this month. And even for me, putting my seven figures and seven month goal out there, um, I lost a lot of followers on social media because of it. And it was slightly triggering for me because it's like, oh God, like people think this or people think that. And, you know, ultimately I'm at that place now in my life where it's, I, I literally don't care, but there's still these, like the little, the, the, the split second inside me that was like, oh, it's okay. <laughs> where you have to take that breath and then you kind of bring yourself back into your body, bring yourself back into your reality where you go, oh, actually we've moved past this. Actually, you know who you really are, right? So most of us are at this place where we find it difficult to have these conversations. We find it difficult to admit that we want a particular income or lifestyle goal or savings account amount or like what all the things that we want, right? Well, then no wonder we don't get them. But the opposite of that, which actually they're two sides of the same coin, right? It's like a yin and yang. It's like masculine and feminine energy. We have both inside of us. When you find it difficult to have conversations about money, or you find it difficult to talk about a money goal, or you find it difficult to, you know, even put your intention out there for how much you want to earn, let alone decide like whether you have a particular money goal or, you know, outcomes that you want to create. The opposite of that um, is an attachment to money, actually, right? Because what you're saying is when you're too scared to have those conversations, but you're in business, especially, I mean, it's not just for business owners, okay? This is also for people in jobs, right? I mean, how are you going to get that pay rise if you can't even vocalize, well, how much you think you should be paid and how much you feel your work is worth and, you know, and actually that you deserve that pay rise if you can't verbalize it even to yourself or to your colleagues, like, how are, you, how are you ever going to receive it? So it's not just for entrepreneurs and women in business, this is for anybody, right? But the flip side of that and the, the side of it that goes hand in hand is this attachment to money, which we also all have. Because think about it logically, if we weren't attached to money, 
and we didn't have emotion, like an emotional attachment to money, well, then we wouldn't have a problem talking about it, would we? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense, right? I don't have a problem talking about a beetle or um, the ocean or the color of the sky, right? There's just no attachment there. I mean, it's, it's easy to discuss, right? Whereas something that does have an emotional attachment, like miscarriage or an eating disorder, or like whatever it is, these things are more difficult to talk about in society, but even just beginning with ourselves, right? Because obviously the way that society changes is when we can personally start to have open, honest, real dialogue with ourselves and with each other about what these things mean to us. And at the moment, part of the problem I'm seeing is that women in particular find it very, very difficult to talk about money in a healthy, um, detached way, simply because there is so much attachment there. There is so much emotional investment into money and we pretend it doesn't exist. It's crazy, right? If you think about it. But the thing is, as business owners, what we're all aiming to do as business owners, yes, of course, we all want to make impact on the world. But ultimately, what we also want is for our businesses to to support and sustain the lifestyles that we desire, right? Because otherwise, well, you know, I mean, fine, you might have a calling, you might have a purpose. But the flip side of that is, you know, nobody listening to this call wants to um, wear sackcloth and ashes and like, you know, carry out their mission like a monk would, right? Because if you're listening to this, you're probably not a monk. So, <laughs> and so we all have this, this attachment to money, these emotional projections that we put onto money, which again is part of the money story that I'm always talking about, right? We've learned certain things about money growing up. We've experienced uh, stories in our own reality about how we can and can't or should or shouldn't treat money. Um, We've witnessed money come in. Maybe we've witnessed money go out. Maybe it's gone in and out of the path of other people that you surround yourself with. Maybe your parents um, went through a tricky time in business, or maybe you saw your parents struggle or whatever it was, right? We all have these inner stories about money, which have led us to form this deep attachment to money, right? We have particular beliefs about money and we are attached to these beliefs. They make up our core identity about how we view money um, as an extension as part of ourselves, right? Anything we feel emotional around, um, we are using that to form part of our identity, essentially. And so, Something that I've been thinking about recently is this concept of letting go completely, right? You have to be able to let go of something in order to receive what you want in a healthy way. Because if you have all of this attachment and you have all this emotion towards it, again, what do you think is going to happen? If you have negative attachment, if you have, um, you know, clinging behaviors, avoidant behaviors, hateful behaviors. I'm not talking about you being hateful, but as in terms of like, I have a friend who's super successful at what he does. Um, I mean, he's, as in, he's fantastic. Like he, the people that he works with, he makes them feel amazing. But he's openly says to me, I hate money. I had to stop working with him actually, because, um, we were getting to the place where he'd done the practical things. He, his business was on track. He's brilliant at what he does. He's super over, overqualified to do what he does. But he kept saying to me, I hate money. And when I said, well, this is what we need to address, right? The practical stuff is 5% of your business. But this underlying belief that I hate money um, is going to sabotage everything that you have, right? It's going to sabotage everything you're working towards. It's going to sabotage your income. And ultimately, it will sabotage your marriage, which it did start to do. 
And he said to me, I can't, I don't want to do that. Just tell me what I need to do. And I'm saying, this is what you need to do. Because of course, if you hate money, you can't ever expect to receive it. You're not going to talk healthily with your clients about receiving it. You'll struggle to raise your prices. You'll find all sorts of excuses as to why your business isn't working, right? And, um, you know, you'll fall into like what everyone else is doing on Instagram or whatever it is. And this this is exactly what happened over and over and over again with this guy until I got to the point where I said, unless you're ready to look at your beliefs around money and release this story that you're holding on to, I can't work with you anymore. As much as I loved his energy in all the other areas, he was beautiful, spiritual, practical, um, you know, a real like light filled being essentially, but he had this weight and it was all to do with um, essentially being born into wealth and um, it, it was it was his complex around that and that area and this sense of entitlement um, where he was both wanting and desiring money, but at the same time pushing it away uh, that it, that was very, very difficult. And so I had to release him and I had to let him go because the desire to address that simply wasn't there. And if you're not ready and prepared to look at your desire for money, your attachment your unhealthy emotional stories that you tell yourself around money, if you're not prepared to look at these things, well, then of course, you're going to be stuck in resistance. And ultimately, and and so you're not even just stuck in resistance, but you're going to find it very, very difficult to receive the money that you want. And ultimately, what we need to do is, and what I've learned, um, and I talked about this on, on one of the other podcast episodes actually recently, so look out for the previous episodes. But actually what we need to do is to cultivate this place of detachment, right? So where you set your intention, you do the work of healing your inner state, healing your inner money story, healing your beliefs around money, healing your emotional attachments towards money, doing money meditations actually, right? Doing your affirmations. This is part of the work as well. And it's not... Um, and, and the reason it's part of the work, the work is not because you can affirm, I have a million dollars in my bank account and then it's going to show up, although that definitely is part of it. But because when you affirm in that way, it brings you back to this place of neutrality, right? So the more that you tell yourself, I have a million dollars in my bank account, I mean, assuming that that's a, um, a figure that feels good to you. I mean, if you're earning $10 a day, it's probably not going to feel that good. It'll feel like too much of a stretch. It'll feel unrealistic and then it'll feel hard for you to get to, right? So you need to choose a different number, but whatever it is, the process of affirmation, the reason why it works, if you tell yourself over and over and over again, is not because there's like some magical formula out there in the universe that will just put a million dollars in your bank account. We all know that, but what it does, it brings you emotionally to this place where you can visualize it and you can feel a sense of peace around it, right? Peace and joy. This is what you're looking to aim towards when you're affirming um, an income goal or you're affirming wealth or you're affirming um, becoming a wealthy woman. You're becoming a, you're changing your identity. This is how and why affirmations work because you're bringing yourself into that place of emotional detachment. And this is why affirmations are important. And I think it's the part that people forget. And we kind of wave affirmations around like they're a magic wand. But actually, you need to understand the process behind them. It's too much for me to talk about here, but you need to need to join my new program if this is resonating for you or like if you're feeling oh yeah I I see but I still don't know how to get there or you know what I need to do exactly you must check out my new program when it launches this week um filthy rich bitch because I'm going into a lot about this about how to achieve that state of detachment from the money 
from your money stories and be able to move you into a place of peace and joy around money so that essentially you could become a magnet for money, right? A magnet for wealth creation, a magnet for becoming a... Ma- uh, you can't really become a magnet for becoming a wealthy woman, <laughs> right? Um, so I'll stop with the magnet analogy there, but in it, it will enable you to shed all of that heavy emotion that so many of us carry towards money, this constant battling with ourselves where, you know, we want money, but at the same time, oh, that's greedy. Oh, I can't talk to somebody about that. Oh, it feels uncomfortable negotiating my prices. And and we have this heavy kind of um, energy around it. And actually what we need to do is move into this beautiful space of being neutral. We need to be able to let these stories go. We need to be able to let the expectation go. This is another thing I'm going to be talking about. Something that was so powerful for me. Actually, this is <laughs> this is what I had intended this podcast to be on is to be able to let go of your expectation for your income. Because what that does, it frees you up to take action in terms of your emotional state and how you feel about money, which enables you then to come to this place of peace and joy, which is, of course, magnetic to money, right? It's magnetic to opportunities, to people, to energy, to putting yourself out there every day, right? When you can get to that space of It also means you're so resilient, right? It means that you're not susceptible to other people's ideas or to what everyone's doing on Instagram or to, you know, the new TikTok craze or like whatever it is. When you can get to that place of peace, it makes you so resilient and so confident in yourself and your abilities and you you can see where you're going so clearly, right? And this is what I really want to work on with you and with my clients is building up this money resilience, if you like, right? Um, One of my clients has an amazing program called Money Makes Me Dance. I think she did. I don't know if it's still running. Um, Money Makes Me Dance, which is like, this is exactly how it should be with money. It should be a feeling, a conversation. Um, You need to be in this place where it feels every day like you can, you're doing this beautiful dance with money. And that is what attracts money into your life, right? And there's no magical process. It's simply you removing the emotional attachment and letting go that then creates space for that money to come into. And there are such simple practices that you can do that, like to, to work on this, whether it's understanding your money story, rewriting your money story, doing your affirmations, but, you know, and all of this kind of work that we are also familiar with, but deep down understanding the reason behind it is not because they're all magical ones that you can wave around and money will appear in your bank account. It's because you need to get to this place of emotional detachment from money that then enables you to create the money, income, lifestyle that you deserve. So that's what I wanted to share with you today. You're listening to me, Charlie Kingsland. Can't wait to welcome you in to Filthy Rich Bitch when we open next week. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.